Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and welcome to the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network is a radio frequency of continuous streaming science, knowledge, and wisdom which promotes and sustains the activation of the present evolutionary process of immortality and the unfolding of the God Self within the evolving planetary society on planet Earth. The Jewel Network is committed to broadcasting the sciences of life and the sciences of living. By cultivating the mind of a scientist, you are being able to extract the very best the current 21st century has to offer. You are listening to the Dr. Jewel's Brain Balancing Program and more with your host, physician and surgeon, microbiologist, preventive medicine and hygiene physician, and Surgeon General, Dr. Joel Poole. Well, greetings, 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 everyone. How are you? And it's another fabulous day. Now, by the Gregorian calendar, this day is marked as Independence Day, the 4th of July. However, if you are into the uh, true time, you will know that today is Dolly, and today is also a blue hand, okay, the same kin of our President of the United States, and it's a day today dealing with abundance and service and a lot of other things. So however you are keeping your awareness aligned with the cycles of the uh, universe and our planet, or if you are on the physical physical calendar, known as the Gregorian calendar, welcome to the Universal Principle Hour. My uh, wonderful uh, facilitator in training. Hi, how are you there, Miss Felicia? How are you? Greetings, Namaste. <laughs> I am well. <laughs> wonderful. Well. You know, of course, we always are preparing here for you, my wonderful audience, listeners, and uh, I'm going to give you a little background once we come back from our sponsors about why these principles are so important. But to just prepare you, always you should have your glass of water. It's been really warm here, so I've almost drank half of mine to keep our brain hydrated so you can definitely pick up all the important information. But also, too, we're going to talk about purpose and how to find your purpose. A lot of people now recognizing that I just wasn't born to come here and eat and sleep and when I can have fun and, you know, to work most of my life, that they recognize that we have far more in life and far more meaning. Yes, you do, a purpose. So we're going to talk about that, but in the complexity of people comprehending that, they don't know how to find it. How do I find it? Well, what does it look like? What do we do? And, you know, when do you know you're on purpose? So we're going to address these uh, concerns of yours because it's very important now that you do find yourself on purpose. This is your main trajectory to navigate your entire life. And by being on purpose, again, you get that wonderful gift of being able to be on purpose indefinitely because it is a very important key that does what? Activates the immortal genes. Nothing wants to be Mm. immortal and be purposeless, purposeless, excuse me. (laughs) Nobody wants to be purposeless, okay, indefinitely. Boy, what a curse, okay? So, therefore, it's like, it's so much fun. You love doing it. I wake up every day. I, you know, my body just falls asleep. Uh, and when I wake up, I recognize I'm falling asleep doing my purpose because I love it so much. That is how you want to exist indefinitely. So we'll be right back after this message, and we'll talk about purpose. Purpose is the key. We'll be right back. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neuronutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. Yes, our source is a neuron. Do you understand how important that is? Right. Mm, yeah. So important. Yeah. I made a bunch of sweatshirts 
maybe about three years ago where it says God is a neuron. I tell you, those things went so fast. It was Mm -hmm. unbelievable. And I think I was around a university, so they could really understand that. Wow, neurons, because they know (laughs) without their neurons, you're not going anywhere on this campus, at least not to class and be able to graduate. So they recognize that truly for them, God is a neuron. And it's true whether you're in school or not, without them, this life has no meaning. The body can't move, Mm. walk, talk, hear, smell, see. It can't do anything without a neuron. And you have somewhere between 50 to 80 trillion of them on top of your neck in your skull known as the brain. The key here is the brain in the skull. So the source is a neuron. So my dear facilitator in training, Ms. Felicia, we've been talking about that purpose. Yeah. And, yeah, I think that your story was so cute here uh, (laughs) that you were sharing with me earlier about all these different stops that you made in trying to identify Mm -hmm. your uh, purpose. And so you started out with, you know, what was in your 10th house. I thought that was so cute. Uh, tell us, I know, tell right? us about the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, on the discovery of, you know, asking God, why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? And knowing that there's something greater, you know, well, what is it for me? You know, why am I born? You know, it was a, it was a journey. It was a true discovery. And what I love about you, Dr. Jewel, and this platform that you provide with the university, the support group, is that you allow us and you provide us with information that can be proven. And I love it because you say, prove me wrong. I love it when you say that. Prove me wrong that we can, we can have a different experience. And so sharing my experience, it is my intent to be able to help someone else know that you don't have to go through the same thing. It don't have to take you as long. And you can know your purpose and start living it now, be it now, in every moment, so that you can um, be able to help somebody else should you choose, you know. So my discovery was, okay, learn about the, um, the chart, my natal chart, you know, with astrology. So I, I, I had that experience, you know, finding out what, you know, my 10th house is, in my, I think it's finances, and my part of my purpose is health and and um, and healing. And then, as I journeyed on, you know, I learned about the um, <clears throat> I learned about the Dogon. Okay, dealing with the Dog, being trained by Dogon masters. Well, learned from him some things about how to discover your purpose and your reason for being. And then, of course, got turned on to the Mayan calendar and. Didn't really understand it, but I knew that it made sense because I could feel it in my body. It made sense. And so, of course, did some more research with that, got off of it, and then came back around. And then I went and got my galactic um, signature. And when I tell you, I have to say that there were a lot of synchronicities. However, you brought up a really good point, and I think that, to help people collapse, or not even collapse time, but help people to not have to make some of the same mistakes. What you shared was really insightful with a lot of these pathways that I know a lot of people listening live and or to the replay have experienced, you know, going the astrology route. And what you brought up was really key about, well, when we discover there's another, you shared, I don't want to share because I mess it up, but you shared what you shared with me about, well, what I discovered in my 10th house and then they discovered the 13th. So then that changes everything. And so when you don't know that, when you don't know, you don't know, you don't know, you're just, you're still out there wondering. And so we've come to share with you today, you don't have to keep wondering. Should, depending on how this information resonates with you, you know, you can make real instant, immediate changes right now. Okay, so Dr. Jewel, will you share with them what you told me, how you enlightened me, because it really, I was like, yes, we need to tell everybody about this, so they don't have to make some of the same mistakes. Well, I'll just add on my little story. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I uh, (laughs) have always uh, really appreciated the uh, grandeur and the incredible eloquence 
and the beauty of the human body, grossly as well as microscopically. And mm-hmm. in my continuous pursuit here in such, I begin to uh, investigate all kind of, quote, sciences, unquote, to find out more about the body. So probably for about 15 years, I deeply studied astrology. I thought that that was so interesting, and especially when I found out that we had planetary hours and that the uh, plants had cycles where the uh, active ingredient was active and they had dormant periods in the day, in the week, in Mm -hmm. the month, in the year, Mm -hmm. where certain plants were not medically effective just because of their nature. So I was like, well, that's interesting that Venus and Mars and Jupiter would affect the plants and that I could take and give a plant on the plant. I could give a, a plant on the Jupiter hour, and it would one treatment would actually cure the disorder. I mm. could give another plant at the Mars hour, and it could actually make a person quite ill and accelerate their imbalance. And I was like, wow, that's amazing to think that the planets in our solar system are constantly affecting what the plants here on Earth do. Well, of course, everybody was going around talking about, you know, I'm a Gemini and I'm a this and I'm a that. And (laughs) I was like, okay, well, let me just look at this. So I really delved into astrology. I spent lots of money on ephemeri and classes. I even had a computerized software program that all of my medical Mm. patients, I actually did their chart. Now, what was interesting is the fact that medical astrology uh, works differently uh, than what we call tropical, sidereal uh, placements of the planets. You can use those calculators, literally that's what they are. But again, once you find out allegedly where the uh, planets were in our solar system when a person activated their body, we are still looking at the effects of these planets on their organs. See, I'm looking at Mm -hmm. it on their organs. I'm not necessarily Mm -hmm. looking at the personality and all these other uh, mundane astrological projections. Okay? Okay. Okay. I developed a reputation as a medical astrologer, and a lot of patients came to me, and I was able to help them to a certain extent. And Mm -hmm. the limitation was is that the calculations to identify when the Jupiter hour or the moon hour, depending upon the imbalance allegedly created by these planets, was having these adverse effects with the patients and how to identify the plant at the right time to be able to nullify or neutralize this effect. Mm -hmm. And then I started reading about this 13th planet. And I was like, what? A 13th planet? I was like, "Mm, no, okay. So I had the history of astrology. Most people don't know that the original name for Catholics was astrologers, literally. Mm. The Catholics, Catholicism and astrology are equal, the same. And so many of these priests and monks and things, that's what they did. They were the masters of initiating this whole science. And now we Mm. find out that after all these centuries, boom, all of a sudden there's a 13th planet that was written about, but they never said anything about it. So now this has leaked out. Okay, so this started leaking out in the uh, early 80s. And then by the late 80s, et cetera, it was really clear that the astrology charts were all incorrect. They were all miscalculated because there are 13 houses, not 12. There are 13 planets that you have to now take into consideration, (laughs) not 12. And so I was like, how deceptive, how manipulative that all of these people are, you know, creating all of these calculations and assumptions about themselves and a lot of other things when it's all incorrect. All the calculations, because you have to divide it up. It's not 33 degrees anymore, you know, per house and all mm-hmm. that stuff. I'm saying amazing. I'm yeah. like, so I'm like, okay, so we could throw that out of the window. 
So therefore, <laughs> you know, all, all these uh, ephemerae I had for every year, and oh my gosh, I was like, okay, a learning. It's a lesson. Yeah, so how can we lesson, really find yeah. out? Yeah, how can we really find out about our purpose? What do we mm-hmm. do? Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. I kind of left that alone, and mm-hmm. I then had to start looking around here. How can we find our purpose? Well, guess what? Uh, I had the opportunity because I was in so much stress because I was definitely very uncomfortable with continuing to take out divine organs mm-hmm. uh, from people just because I was taught how to. Okay, was uh-huh. this going to really treat the disorder? And sometime it did, but as far as I was concerned, it was 50-50. And I wanted the results. If I removed your organ, I wanted to make sure that we didn't have any more symptoms. And when you tell me you were still having symptoms, that meant that, as far as I was concerned, the diagnosis was incomplete or the condition has moved to another area. Can we, yeah, we're going to go back and take out more tissue, take this out, that out, whatever. And I wasn't willing to see that because every organ and every structure in the body is sacred. It is so yes. incredible how it's created. So I recognize, okay, I just need to learn more. I was missing information. What I was uh, taught was not adequate for the level of performance that I wanted to see in my patients. And so I went out to learn more. I learned a lot more, okay. et cetera. But you have mm-hmm. to understand what I'm saying to you. I went out, out. to learn yes. more. I didn't okay. go in to learn more. Uh-huh. Yes. And so, key. <laughs> key, 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 right. Hold, yeah, key, real key. So our sponsors mm-hmm. want to give us a word. So let's dig more into that when we come back, once we hear from okay. our sponsors. Yay. Humanity is experiencing a vast variety of disorders, HIV, Zika virus, Ebola, hypertension, meningitis, STD, Alzheimer's, and many others. These disorders are the results of not knowing how to live within and navigate the human body. Most of us have learned how to drive a car, but have yet to learn how to care for and navigate our bodies. Enroll into the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living to learn how to navigate and maintain a disease-free body. Visit us at www.juis.education or visit us on Facebook. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. So we're continuing to expound on this key. Dr. Julie sharing with us her experience of what she discovered and the importance of the organ and the functionality of how this body is so divinely designed. Okay. So she, she looked outside of herself. Side. Okay. Go ahead and continue, Dr. Julie. Yeah. Well, the key here is, Looking outside of ourselves, we're looking at what we think, but also what other people think, because mm-hmm. other people's thoughts also compose the environment. And right. so you can assume that that's relative to you or not, okay? Mm-hmm. And we're always making mm-hmm. these choices. However, at the time that we activate our physical body, Mm-hmm. All the information we need, everything we need to know is also inside of our tissues. And it's yes. because we do not know ourselves. We don't have the owner's manual to our physical body. We then rely on what's out of us, outside of us, to be our guide. And this is where mm-hmm. most people make a grave mistake about their life. Now, because of this lack of information, or should I say the lack of how to acquire and activate right. all of these programs within your tissues, unfortunately, we've been uh, associated with unscrupulous people, mm-hmm. and they have really not loved their life, nor have they loved the lives of their sisters and brothers, and so therefore they have set in motion huge plans huge institutions to usurp the energy of humanity, especially uh, exploit their ignorance of themselves. That's why to this very day, unless you've come to the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences, you don't have 
any information about your owner's manual. You are not really given any major keys on how to be able to turn on these archives coded throughout your body, stored in all the tissues, but definitely in multiple data banks for you to find out who you are, why you're here, the things that you're to accomplish, the things that you have not accomplished, so that you can get immediately on course with what it is that you're here now to do at this particular moment and master it and move on. So we get these wake-up calls that we're really far off our purpose when we have these severe lingering disorders. So when they talk about chronic disease, they're literally saying to you that there's a chronic imbalance in your body that we don't have any uh, medication to bring into harmony and perhaps maybe surgery may treat it or whatever else, et cetera, but we're saying that there's no cure. Well, why is there really no cure then other than, you know, chronic medication, et cetera, and mm-hmm. it's because they're only treating the physical body, the right, mental right. body and the emotional body, your attitude, which is your spirit, and then you mm-hmm. as a soul are not addressed. Mm-hmm. You are not addressed. And so, therefore, the disharmonies, the lack of information, okay, uh, about who you really are, who's operating your body, okay, who's right. telling right. it to sit down, stand up, to make the statements that it does, who is doing mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. okay, Come on. versus right. what you are aware of as a fully enlightened being what is it that you are to do? And most mm-hmm. people don't know. So right. when we get these wake-up calls here, these severe diseases, et cetera, the reference place that we go into, again, is outside of us. Okay, there's okay. very few right. people who have mm-hmm. serious disorders who then take a seat or go somewhere, lay down, okay, whether it be on the beach, uh, you know, in a forest or in their bed, and say, okay, body, let's talk about this. That is mm-hmm. like probably one, right. in, you know, four billion people that do that. <laughs> right. Okay. They know they need to yeah, do it. Because, right? and, and we, yeah. And we have an environment that basically uh, takes authority over you. Right. So it does not say that these are the things that, you know, you should do to get uh, clear. No, you're told, you're really told most of the time that you don't have the enlightenment, you don't have the knowledge, you need to go to this person, mm-hmm. that person, and you're labeled. Right. Okay, if you don't do this. Right. So what we are finding, and this started happening in 1986, is the fact that the information to point you inward, why you should do Tai Chi or why you should do yoga or why you should take a chair and, you know, meditate, just sit there and be right. quiet, mm-hmm. okay, what we mm-hmm. call, you know, freestyle meditation, et cetera, uh, right. was now available to you, but again, the methodologies that were used were still very much advertising the outer aspects of this, you know, bring your body over here, you know, sit your body over here. But they weren't really talking about how to ask the questions of yourself, of to yourself. ask the question yeah. of yourself, yeah. okay, to localize and yeah. think on something within mm-hmm. yourself for response, mm-hmm. okay, because most mm-hmm. people don't think that their tissues are really talking to them. They do not understand the language of the body, these responses that have, these sensations that pass through them. They try to describe them, that, you know, I just had this mm-hmm. overwhelming feeling, or, you know, I just had this, like, chill, or I have people say, right. oh, you know, I'm, my hairs are standing up on end. I'm getting these chill bumps when you say this or that and the other. They don't right. know what that <laughs> means, Body does that, and without having that uh, code that your body mm-hmm. is communicating with you, clear in your awareness, okay, in your mind, then now we get into a lot of problems, and usually the ignore rants of that causes you to even take on more misinformation from the outer environment. So the bottom line here that we're talking about is the fact that all the cells in your body know 
why they formed your body. They all knew that they were being recruited. They all understand all of these principles that we are talking to you about every week. And they also recognize that they are here to have particular experiences that you need and that also you desire. They knew all this Mm -hmm. at the time that they allowed you to activate them. So without an individual such as yourself, a living God, a consciousness, taking the Mm -hmm. time to say, okay, we're making this journey together. I'm calling myself John, okay, and I'm going to, you know, name my little, I'm going to name you John John, okay. I think it's Mm -hmm. so interesting that these people give themselves these uh, nicknames, but the nickname (laughs) never really has any allegiance to their body, Right. See, so it's like, okay, mm. a person says, I'm Johnny, but, you know, i like for you to call me John John. Okay, well, John John to a person who is aware would be the name they would refer to their body because there's nothing closer to you, more intimate with you in this dimension other than the source that you've come from and your physical body. Now, check that out, okay? And yeah. you think Come that on. other people outside of you are closer to you than your physical body, you have made a grave mistake, and you are definitely not in alignment with yourself. And this is a problem. This is a real problem. So, yeah. Yeah. Purpose. why purpose. did all your cells mm-hmm. say, I'm going to basically live in this skin, and we're going to work together as a liver and a spleen and a stomach and breast and, you know, intestines and eyes and ears and hair for us, okay? Why did Mm -hmm. we decide that we're going to do this and we're going to be together, but you are the leader of this ship, this body? Right. And that's what you want to know. This is what you want to know. And by going within and asking the question and asking the body, see, this is what's so deep, ask your body to show you what Mm -hmm. it is telling you about what it needs and what it's saying so that you can finally learn the language between you and your body. Isn't that amazing? So we got that that stuff out there. Babel. They got Babel and they've got the Rosetta Stone and all these different tools to teach you to learn another language Language. that's used Mm -hmm. to speak from a person's mind to mind, but then they don't have, but you don't have an inner language, okay, that you can communicate with your organs and the body as a whole as to how it's doing for the whole day other than Mm -hmm. what you appear to acknowledge as a sensation. So we're so confused on this about the emotions, and uh, we don't understand that we normally would not have an emotional body. See, you would not have an emotional body if you didn't label all the sensations from the body. You would not have an emotional body because the body, when it's in harmony, only knows joy, only knows bliss. These are like almost pre-orgasmic states because everything is working in such alignment and harmony. So you feel invincible Mm. that you could do anything. That is Mm -hmm. how the body should be a sensation to a consciousness, okay, that my my body feels great, you know, but most people, they don't say my body feels great. They say I feel great. I feel great, right. right. Right, and then they then go on to say, well, I don't feel so good today. Well, is that really true? Because you are the same all the time, okay? But if you're reading it from the body's level and the body doesn't have this what you call exhilarating, pre-orgasmic, joyous, blissful state, then that's when you try to describe the body is functioning at a different octave, a different level, and you don't ask, well, what does it really mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you don't really ask, well, body, what are you telling me? Why are you telling me right. that you're not functioning at this level or that level? And I'm like, yeah. these are things that now we have to discuss if we're going to go further in the 21st century. So I don't want yes, to take ma'am. us way off because right. uh, 
dealing yeah, with, and yeah, this is why <laughs> listening to Dr., uh, the, you know, our Wednesday, our uh, Tuesday shows, the uh, yes. psychoneuroimmunology shows, mm-hmm. uh-huh, the PNI shows, they, she goes all into this about how we create these emotional bodies. And many people's emotional right. bodies are full of aggression and anger and a lot of other things. Mm, of which sadness. It's just, mm-hmm. but, but it's just only energy. See, the thing yeah. of it is, is that it's just only energy that the body is responding to your thoughts. And when the body says, okay, this is what you're thinking, this is how it affects our tissues, if you put a label on it, now you give it memory. And when you give it memory, it then actually is encoded into the tissues and it takes on a energy body. That's what we talk about in the emotional body. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you just let that sensation pass through the body... And just and be aware of the body. It. And yeah, right. and be aware of it and recognize it if yeah. it was something that the body is telling you does not allow us to function at the level we could, then you want to look at that thought. But see we're not right. retro engineering the effects of what the body sensates to us and then how we created that. We keep thinking it's what was done outside of us or said outside of us or what we saw outside of us or what we heard outside of us that is mm-hmm. responsible for the sensation in our body. It is not. It is not. I mean, I'm telling you, so funny. people off on that one, right, Dr. Jim. Well, but they have to understand that. I mean, yeah, it's not what you saw or heard or whatever. It's what you decided about it that is the issue that the body is telling you about. Okay. And so that's why right. you can be standing at a crossroads and observe a situation. A situation, the person's crossing the street, car turns the corner, runs the person over, and keeps on going. So right. as you observe that, it's like this car ran right over this person and kept on going. So now you have options here. You have options. I can just keep on going because I was on my way home, okay? <laughs> so I just observe <laughs> that and I can keep going. And it happens all, all right. the time. It okay? happens all the time, Or yeah. I can immediately mm-hmm. stop and find out if the person is okay, jump out of my car, tell if the person's okay. And mm-hmm. then depending upon the information I gather, then I can basically ask someone else, to call the EMS or, you know, help me or whatever else. But all of these options right. come up. That's how life is. And then you recognize that here's a person over here. Can you help me call the EMS? And they basically turn around and walk away from you. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. And mm-hmm. then you find, you know, you look up here and there's another person who basically is asking you to get away and not touch them. Okay. And it's all like, those dynamics, yeah. And it happens all the time. And so, Mm -hmm. therefore, here comes purpose, because if you're on purpose, then you know what you should do, okay? You know what you should do. And it's the people who basically are not on purpose are the ones that you get these very unique behavior patterns from. The person who basically... I like how you put that. Unique. Yeah, Yeah, it's unique Unique. patterns, because we're all connected. And so, if Mm -hmm. you have people that were coming toward this person and everybody got three people here that witnessed that this person was run over okay and the automobile kept going okay how are you going to respond to that and obviously the 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 first responders they already have decided how they respond anything like that Mm -hmm. we go to the incident to see what we can do and we're clear about that that's why they're called the the first responders right Now, mm-hmm. those individuals who see what happens, et cetera, and they immediately spin around and walk the opposite direction, why would they do that? Okay. And those individuals, if you ask them, they normally don't even want to discuss why they did that. Okay. Because the observation of that experience was so destabilizing to them that basically they moved into 
a what we call anxiety survival mode state. Okay. And so normally right. when a person goes into that survival mode state, either they're ready to take action or they definitely must flee the environment. Environment. And on that so, note, let's... Can we take a break on that one and come back and expound? Uh, Yeah, we can because I've still got to tell you the importance of how you can figure out what your purpose is. Okay, Okay, so keep listening, take some water, and we'll be right back. What does the 21st century hold for you? The opportunity to create all you desire in this 21st century is awaiting you in Alaska. Come join Dr. Jewel and the world-famous Stephanie South from the Law of Time in Anchorage in Farbanks, Alaska, September 17th through September 23rd for a total life-transforming experience other than Northern Lights Aurora's. Visit www.juis.education or call 770-383-2112 for details. Okay, yeah, you want to do that with us, but we'll talk about that uh, just a little later. So um, my uh, facilitator in training, Ms. Mm-hmm. Felicia, I just yes, might yes. as well go and say it to make it easy. Yeah. The first <laughs> gateway that gives you a very, very strong indication that you are on purpose is doing what you love. Now, this is so simple for most people, and the reason why they don't do what they love is because they now have been imprinted. They've been imprinted to think that doing what they love doesn't make a living. Mm -hmm. They've been imprinted to think that doing what they Mm -hmm. love won't generate money or that everybody else won't like it or nobody Mm -hmm. ever heard of it, or, you know, this is just my thing. And because it's my thing, and if you don't have a great appreciation for your thing, then you even undervalue it and don't do it. Isn't that amazing? Yes. So so doing what you love is the first gateway that that's where you are on purpose or either you're going to find it by continuing to do that. And so those people that really uh, love what they do and are not willing to abandon that great sensation they get from doing what they love usually will have two extreme reactions. One, that everybody else will love it, which would make sense because that's the mirror principle, right? If you right. love it, mm-hmm. then everybody else outside everybody is going to love, love it. it. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. therefore, whatever you ask them for, they're going to give that to you. These are the comedians right. and, you know, that kind of thing. If mm-hmm. you feel that this is what I love, but um, it's just what I love, et cetera, but I'm going to do it anyway, then now you've heard the foundation for who? The starving artist. The starving artist, yeah. Isn't that the thing? That's so amazing to me. Yep. It's like I love mm-hmm. my art, and I'm just going to do my art, but I have to, you know, work a part-time job over here that I don't like to get my paints and, you know, to get my mm-hmm. raw material so that I can do what I love. And so, therefore, mm-hmm. they're like, you know, why do I have to work two jobs or three jobs or whatever else? Because I just love my art over here. But, see, this is what they don't understand is that because you have already decided that mm-hmm. it's yours and that nobody else is really going to love it like you, then they can't because they you can't. have basically... No, they can't because you've sealed your art away from everybody else. You've right. bought into some belief system. Wow. Right. And you've bought into mm-hmm. some belief system that artists aren't millionaires. Artists aren't billionaires. And my thing is that that's not true. That's Salvador Dali. See, this is what I'm saying. Why history is so important. That he he was in the you know the 20th century. Salvador Dali, he was the richest artist ever known for that entire century. Wow. He did murals. I mean, one of the pieces he did, he did uh, lips, and he did these lips. This was his interpretation of his wife's mouth, 
and mm-hmm. her lips, and he had pearls strong for her teeth, and her lips were made mm. out of emerald, I mean out of a rubies, beautiful rubies. And it was a brooch, brooch set in gold, and it was just nothing but lips with the little pearls, so you could just see just the little teeth, a nice little clear smile. Beautiful. And I was like, wow. look at him. So he was multidimensional. He could, you know, work in meadows and gemstones as well. I was mm-hmm, on canvas. Mm-hmm. He did huge mm-hmm. canvases. And what did he do? He attracted a mate who really loved his work like he did. And she was an incredible businesswoman. And she made sure that he had everything he needed to do his work and express his love. And she literally managed it where he was a multimillionaire. He was no starving <laughs> artist. He did not want for anything. Uh, how do you think an artist can go and have, you know, an art piece set in gold made out of rubies and pearls? Do you understand mm-hmm. right? And there was mm-hmm. only a limited edition of them. Okay, you you got to be making some money to be able to start working with precious gemstones like this set in gold and platinum and things like that. And I don't think many of the younger people really can appreciate who are artists that they go together if you say they go together. Right. So vast wealth and incredible art go together if you say they do. So this is why you have to look at your thinking about yourself. You're thinking about what you enjoy doing. There's another gentleman. This man is a multimillionaire. And he sells worms. He sells the Chinese red worms. And so there's a picture wow. of him where basically he's in a wheelbarrow covered with worms. And the only thing that you see is his head with a big smile on it. <laughs> and so what he does is he supplies all of these gardeners, gardens, and all this stuff with the worms they need to aerate the soil to actually hold the soil you know you have to understand that that's what the worms normally do they go in the soil and they turn it over etc then they're mm-hmm. you know uh there's a name for worm poop oh that. yeah but it's really important because of the <laughs> nitrogen in it etc yeah that you want that in your compost to make great soil oh yeah okay so i'm saying that uh He's a millionaire from worms. Who would have ever thought it? Who would have Bazooka ever thought Bazooka bubblegum. Mm. Who would have ever thought it? Pencil erasers. Millionaires. Who would have ever thought it? But they loved it. Right. So I'm oh, not saying so that they love doing these things, mm. but they didn't put values on it that were not what they wanted to experience. So focus one hundred percent. Give one hundred percent attention to that which you want. Right. Zero. And they yes. focus on yes. what they wanted to experience, and they didn't doubt mm-hmm. that my worms, okay, or my artwork, okay, or whatever would not bring me what I wanted. And because I love it so much, it's going to take me wherever I want to go. So we have so many people that have that mixed emotion. I love, but. Okay, I yeah. see parents do that to their children. You know, child over here, that's all they want to do is they every time you look up, they're folding a piece of paper. Or they're weaving something and folding something and something or whatever. And get over here with, what are you, you over there with another piece of, what are you doing? Where did you get my stuff from? You over here weaving this and weaving that. You better put that stuff down and get over here. I, I hear so many people talking to their children who are just consumed with what they love. Mm-hmm. So instead of the mm-hmm. parents basically inquiring, you know, you do this all the time, you're folding papers, you know, you're trying to weep. What is this? Tell me about it. Oh, you know, I just like doing that. Just, you know, like a lot of little girls, they used to like braiding their doll's hair over and uh-huh. over again. Take it down. That was me. Bring it up. Whatever. <laughs> okay, et cetera. And it's like, okay, now if that's what they really love, let's find out what is going on in their minds when they do this. And they're like, well, I just mm-hmm. like, you know, brushing. And uh, and it's like, okay, well, let's let's teach you how to do this. Okay, yeah. let's look at that. Okay, let's go and look at all the different hairstyles over the centuries. 
and how they did their hair like this and what they did and the tools that they used and this kind of thing, et cetera. You know, mm-hmm. you think yourself, mm-hmm. you see yourself as a business doing this or you only want to do it for dolls. Maybe you want to design hairstyles for only dolls. Do you want to do this for humans? You know, some go on to make wigs. They do all kind of things. And they love it, and they are great Mm -hmm. at it. Same thing with makeup, you know. You have these makeup artists, and they'll tell you, I've been doing this since I was a little girl. I still do it on my dolls and whatever else, et cetera. And they've Mm -hmm. flown all over the world to do makeup and makeup sets, and they're paid. They make whatever they want. The photo companies and stuff have to hire them. They send them wherever they want. They do all kind of stuff. And it's because they love what they're doing and they have not seen what they love doing as a limitation. It takes them wherever they want to go. I've met men and they basically suffer their entire life. Well, I always wanted to be a baseball player. Okay. Well, what happened? Well, you know, I tried out for this and, you know, this didn't really happen. And at that time, then it's the color thing. They weren't doing it or, right. you know, the yeah. league was too small or whatever. And then I got mm-hmm. married and then the children came. And I'm like, I don't understand that. Okay. In my mind, because, you know, most of the ball players are married. No, most of them got children. Okay. And mm-hmm. so, you know, what does mm-hmm. that have to really do with the price of tea in China except how they have it woven in their brain their mind. that one yeah. right that one inhibits the other right or we can't do them together and it's like well why can't you do it together which right. means this is what i recognize is a challenge for a person who has limited access to their brain this is why at the jewel university of immortal sciences these qualities in your life become challenging and difficult because you don't have enough brain tissue from what? From both sides of the brain to let you see the bigger picture. You're Mm -hmm. still trying to see it only through one side of the brain. That's why you say you're left-handed or you're right-handed. Even if you didn't have full brain access, if you had right and left hemisphere of the brain, you have a much more wholesome observation of your life because at least some of both hemispheres are contributing. But when you know that it's only one side of the brain and primarily one side of the body that you are relying on, your whole life is one-sided. One-sided. That's the Western world. It's one-sided. And that has been a problem for all of us worldwide. Worldwide, yeah. So we wonder, well, where is the humanitarian aspect and where is this and why don't we approach it this way and why are we so aggressive? And it's because the side of the brain that has all of those natural qualities is not developed in you. Not developed, yeah. And so if that is the majority Mm -hmm. of people that don't have those qualities developed, then they're only going to exhibit certain behavior patterns as a dominant way of how they handle all circumstances. So, you know, I've decided I'm just going to, you know, spend a very, 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 very long life talking about the importance of developing your brain and developing yourself and your life from the inside out. Your purpose is is in every cell. And Mm -hmm. the first indication of what your purpose is, is what you really like to do, do what you right. really love doing. And so, you know, I hear people saying, well, shoot, I, I, I just like to go sit on the beach and just look at the sky. And I'm like, oh, okay, and that's wonderful. Well, what's wrong with that not being your purpose? Well, I, you know, we got to have money and we got to pay for this and, you know, we want to do that. And I, I, and I was like, and why? Cannot that be the case? I mean, you can go right. right up in this museum and you can see all these pictures of these artists. That's all they do is paint sky and water. And they have all <laughs> kind of money. That's all they do. And obviously that's what they had to They had to spend all this time on the beaches and, and looking right. up at the sky and the water to be oh, able to do it. And they get paid for it. So what is your issue about doing what you love and why are you restricting it as though 
I love it, but it can't do for me what I want to do. And so many people with that judgment. See, that's why we have been talking about this non-judgment. Just enjoy it. And then while you're doing it, see what else you want while you're doing it to come to you. Mm -hmm. And then that's Mm -hmm. how you start magnetizing all of this. The comedians, it's like, you know, we got a lot of comedians walking up and down the street. Okay, but now what's the difference between them and the ones who are on the stage? And the ones who are on the stage, you know, holding whole concerts just by themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. because that's how they saw it. They said all that's these people laughing, yeah. they all want to laugh. So let them all laugh, mm-hmm. you know, fill up the auditorium, et cetera. And they were able to think that in alignment with what they loved doing. See, this is so important that we don't take on values and belief systems that we don't want. We don't care about how many other people believe that. That has nothing to do with you. Right. What do you believe? And if you believe something and you know that it's not going to bring you the quality of life that you want, why do you keep believing it? Right. <laughs> Well, Do you no, keep believing it? Station break. Oh my okay. God! Okay. Wow. Well, yeah. yeah. And we've got to talk about again the upgrade. And yes. I think that we need to see if there's some callers here and make sure we give mm-hmm. the uh, address where they can write us and most of all come on Sundays to our Universal, Universal Principal Support Group. It's cyber, so you don't have to yes. go anywhere except to where your computer is, and you can be in state with live people hearing about principles every week. So you can hear us on the radio, and on Sundays you can hear us live and see everybody who comes to support group every week. Let's go to our break, and we'll be right back. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neural nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. Wow. we got seven minutes left. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Okay. Wow. <laughs> yes, we have to speak very fast because you've got to know about this, the upgrade. This is a 6,000-year changeover. The North and South Pole is shifting. This happens every 6,000 years. Planet Earth is being upgraded. So we're having new land mass rise up out of the ocean and mountains are sinking. We have new species of life. We have very familiar species that are leaving us. They're becoming extinct because everything is shifting over. Humans are doing the same thing. You now must upgrade yourself. Upgrade, upgrade, And so how do we do that? We expose ourselves to the information, the light that will activate the new information in our genes. I just had an article the other day. They found over 1,000 genes that are related to the intelligence, the intellect. How are you going to bring all those genes on board? Because you're going to need them. They got robots riding around in taxi cabs now, being transported places. Haven't seen those commercials? I'm telling you, this Mm -hmm. is how it's going to be. So are you going to be able to handle that? Can you be the Uber driver to handle the robots as they get in and say, I need to be delivered to my job? Come on now. you got to get with the program. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And if that's frightening you and you get into a whole bunch of other stuff, not recognizing that you're the highest evolved being on the planet, you make the robots. They don't make you. So it right. shouldn't be a threat for you to basically transport the robots. You do it anyway. So if they get in the taxi versus if they're in a box, in, you know, in a container being delivered, what's the difference? You're still driving it. So don't lose perspective here, and that's why you got to get upgraded. We're going for our upgrade to the North Pole where all the lights, the auroras, will be there to activate our genes. And we're going there from the 17th to the 23rd of September. Classes have just started. We've had, what, two, three classes. You can still get in because you've got to mm-hmm. have the information on board. So when you are there in the light, the genes are real clear about why we're here, and they will unfold just like a rose. And the new genes to allow you to be great in the 21st century will now take over. 
Do you understand that? That is awesome. Yes. I mean, I think out of all the thousands of radio shows I've ever done, this is the most joyous aspect to tell you that you can now be upgraded for the 21st century. I used to think about, well, how am I going to be able to know how to be able to handle myself in the um, uh, accelerators when it's like, beam me up, Scotty. How am I going to know how to hold on to my own DNA and everything? Well, now with all this new information on board, I can be beamed up. Just anybody can't be beamed up. you got to understand your molecular photonic structure and everything. So when you demolecularize and you remolecularize, you know for a fact it's all you. You got to have more information on board. You got to have access to all of your brain. You got to just allow yourself to evolve and to activate these genes. It's real simple, and it do, it's not hard. It's not complicated if you would put yourself in the proper place and environment that is progressing and is preparing you for the present future. So, as you can see here for us, please write us here at. Scheduling at the Jewel Network, social media at juis.education in general. You can visit us on uh, Facebook, the Jewel Network Management, TJN Management at the Jewel Network.net, et cetera. And of course, juis.education is the website. So join us now for the upgrade. And you got to come to class so you can understand all the teachings. And we have a master, a master time guide here, Ms. Dr. Stephanie South. You should see her mm-hmm. work. This is where you're going to come to class for, et cetera, because she is a real geomancer. She is one of those individuals that makes sure that all the ley lines and everything are doing what they do and bringing that full force so that with the energies from the earth, the energies from the auroras, we're sitting there totally preparing our DNA. That's the upgrade. That's it. So mm-hmm. in summary here, so you can get this, we don't have much time. One, how do you discover your purpose? Well, there's many ways. We have a a, uh, a GPS system, okay, your galactic purpose signature that we can calculate for you. Again, come to the website and you can learn about that. But also just start looking at what I love doing and how I love doing it. So, you know, whether it's cooking or sewing, start doing that and start seeing yourself have everything that you want in life by doing this. Pull it together. Don't separate it and segment it out. Pull it together. Well, I don't love cooking, and I want to cook for these people, and I want this kind of kitchen and whatever else, et cetera, to cook in and whatever else, et cetera. Yeah, that's how Tommy Flay does it. He makes sure that he goes all around the world and does nothing but cook, and he makes sure that nobody can cook better than him. I mean, he studies everything. There's no way that you're going to cook better than him. He won't allow it. Why? Because I love it so much. The only way you can beat me is that you got to love this more. See, when you have that attitude mm. that I, I love this in such a way that the only way is that you got to love this in you more than I do. So the, even the competition is always within. It's not anything outside of you. Outside That's of why you, the yeah. man with the worms has this wonderful relationship with the worms because nobody loves worms more than him. He loves the worms. So other people sell worms, you- but they don't, they don't make the money he does. Because he loves the worms, okay? So and I can see that so that, much clearer now, right. too, because Start when you doing talk what about you the love And see yeah. everything that you want doing what you love, because yeah. everybody else is waiting to receive that from you and will give you what you want. So with that said, we're going to talk about more and come on Sundays to a universal support group. Check us out on the Internet. Check us out in social media. I love you. And the last few minutes, real quick, my apprentice. Yes. Sister Felicia, what do you want to say real quick? (laughs) So what I want to say is go out there, clear your beliefs, clear the limiting beliefs. You can do this. It's within every cell, every muscle, every tissue, every fiber of your being. Peace, love, and power. I say namaste. I say I'm a lake of. (laughs) I love you. Thank you for listening to the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. 
Join Dr. Jewel here each Monday at 5 p.m. on the Jewel Network, hosted by the JewelNetwork.com and Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living Jewish. For our complete broadcast schedule, additional information, and to purchase products, please visit our website, www.thejewelnetwork.com. If you'd like to contact us, please send your email to info at thejewelnetwork.net. Thank you.